0: Show the official podcast of the David A. Howe Public Library where we talk about book news, author news, and literary news. I'm Eric Mickles. I'm Nick Gunning, and this Darn is it. episode 115. <laughs> this is 115.
1: <laughs> Shoot. Here we are. That's all right. 114. Look, no, you, you have to write. bear
0: witness. Yeah. This is our second intro. Yeah, you're right. And I did a pretty good job you the did. first time. You, yeah, you know, I did it. The
1: first time was great. I had a headphone malfunction. <sighs> now we're back and, in. And I'm tripping over it's lines. All right. It's all right. We're doing it. We're doing it. All right. It. How are you?
0: I'm. Doing better uh, now. How
1: was uh, your your last weekend before Halloween?
0: Oh shoot, that was my last. I didn't yeah, I didn't done. think about
1: that. It's over. Well, uh, we celebrated by watching the David S. Pumpkins Halloween special. Y- yes, on we did. NBC. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> uh, David S. Pumpkins, of course, the beloved uh, yes Tom, Tom Hanks Halloween character from oh, a weird skit from last year. Yeah, back with his own thirty minute half hour. Yeah. that's redundant special. Yeah, uh, on Halloween. Thirty so, minute half hour. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Did you like
0: it? No. No. No, I did not. It
1: was, you know, it was a pleasant enough 20 minutes. I guess. It wasn't good. I no. had some moments where I laughed. Yeah. It's a fun thing for them to do. I wish it would have been better. Yeah. I sort of wish it either would have been better or just like a straight up children's yeah. special that I could like watch with my son yeah. and, and just silently it laugh. W- yeah. I don't know things. who the audience was. No, I don't either. So. I don't either. We did that. Uh, also, I mean, this is sort of book news, but... Oh last night uh my brother and sister are in town uh-huh. As podcast uh aficionados may recall uh-huh. uh steve who's been uh, yes, yeah, steve christy who was on our lemony snicket episode yeah both in the house no. I-, I gotta be Stop. hip because they're younger okay. th- the
0: headsets look like you're trying to do that yeah. too Anyway, oh, boy. <laughs> anyway, Wiki we Wiki.
1: watched uh, ghost story
0: Ooh.
1: based on the Peter Straub book, which is our book club book for this uh, book for this time yeah. around. The movie was pretty good. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh-huh. Uh there's a lot of questionable nudity in
0: it. Questionable?
1: Yeah. Like it was just it was odd. It uh-huh. just, like it didn't fit the tone. Mm. I, it was confusing okay. like what they were going for. I guess yeah. it's just like now we'll have a love scene in the middle. Huh. It was it was bizarre. It sounds
0: just like nudity to me, I guess. Well... <laughs> I, I don't guess, get the tone. I guess at, at first it, seemed, it <laughs> seemed like they
1: were trying to like do something yeah. with this odd character. But then uh-huh. it seemed like, no, I guess they just yeah. figured, well, we're rated R. So Are let's... you sure
0: you weren't watching Shame with Michael Fassbender? That was it. Oh, that was that's... It.
1: So it was It was a good movie. Like Shame? A, no. Oh. Uh, ghost Story. Oh, okay. It did resolve well. Uh-huh. Uh I think it's a pretty strong adaptation, but there's some odd choices yeah. made along the way. So check yeah. it out, but... Probably don't watch it with your kids. Yeah. Do you and think you should do, have said there's have some odd
0: choices, but
1: I get it. Yeah, I get it. We do have this in our collection, so you can uh, check this out yeah. at your leisure. Yeah. Judge
0: you, whether or not the nudity's called for or not. Yeah.
1: It isn't. Oh. Uh did you watch any other Halloween movies that you want to talk about? We watched uh, Get Out. Did we discuss this already? Yeah, we did. Okay. We watched don't, Get Out. Don't bring out. that back. No. Um
0: I've been watching a bunch of Twilight Zone. Okay. On my own. Oh. I feel like I watched something else. Why can't I remember? Mm. Oh, no, I watched the first five episodes of Mindhunter. Mindhunter. On Netflix. I guess it was just me going with the Mindhunter. I thought even the the title alone would make you know we're gonna do it in a raspy voice together. Right. Okay. It's a Netflix show about serial killers. It's about the It's about the invention of um the the way we think about serial killers. Like profiling? Serial killers? Yes. Yes. Like like coining the term Yes, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah. Okay. Um but the title Mindhunter is a silly title it is there's a joke on community where somebody has psychic powers and he calls it mind jacking and that's like all i can think about like every time they're like you've been mind hunted mind jacked mind jacked (laughs) that's good Uh, well
1: i i read a few things ish all right Uh, so we're in bookmark section yes we are um listen i'm gonna say that i am done with turtles all the way down though i did not read all the pages in that book the new john green book yeah you were on a run with your goodreads not for do you want
0: to you want to quote your review from goodreads
1: uh oh yeah let me pull it up here. Click, I you don't click, have to click, look click, it up. Click, click, click. Yeah, okay. Uh, turtles all the way
0: dumb. Yeah. Was and my then movie. uh, then you reviewed another book. Oh, Green
1: Hornet Year One. Green Hornet Year what? Yeah. Do you want to quote the
0: review for that? Let me
1: pull it up. Clack 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 clack, clack. Green Hornet Year dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean they're both dumb. Yeah. It fits good with the title So fits, fits well. Oh darn it. Yeah. Now I'm the dumb one. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, turtles all the way down about a, a rich tycoon that goes missing and some kids sort of know the kid of this guy and so they kind of team up with him and they're trying to get the reward money yeah probably they'll mature and come to a new understanding in their friendship okay probably there'll be a love triangle uh-huh it just wasn't for me it just felt so mm-hmm. done and i just don't know mm-hmm. i didn't like it so i'm sorry I, I wanted to like it yeah but i didn't hey did the
0: ninja turtles ever say turtle time it's turtle time. turtle time. I feel like I said no. it's turtle time. And I think it was when I was babysitting no. your kid. I was like, it's turtle time. And I was like, wait a second. I don't think so. All right. I'm thinking, no. uh, it's morphine time. Yeah. And it's Power showtime. Rangers. Showtime? It was like Beetlejuice? Beetlejuice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's funny because we just watched the Beetlejuice movie and we we're sure talking did. about the cartoon. Yeah. And I have never seen the Beetlejuice cartoon like anywhere else, yeah. like in pop culture. Yeah. But it went to Hot Topic, yeah. and they were selling shirts with the Beetlejuice cartoon. Oh, it's back, baby. So I guess... it just I think it just came out on DVD. Like, you can yeah. get the whole thing. I guess you I loved and I that are show. Like just part of the nostalgia wave. Yeah, it okay. was good. I think we are. I think yeah.
1: we are. Uh, I also finished a Stephen King collection called Graveyard Shift. I talked a little bit about this last week. The first one, the, the titled story, Graveyard Shift, mm. is about some guys cleaning rats out of a house, and it just gets worse and worse. And was mm. probably the most disturbing Stephen King thing I've ever read, as I mentioned. Uh, there was another one though in that collection called I think the last rung on the ladder, and it was so good. It yeah. was just a really, really. Hey, good, these are new mics. Strong story. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Sorry, I'll face it.
0: Yeah. There's no. There's no
2: area
1: yeah, of effect. Right. It was just a really good, uh, strong story. Last rung on the ladder about yeah. a brother and sister jumping into a hay bale in a yeah. in a barn, and just the way it tied everything together. It's not really a horror story. It's just sort uh-huh. of unsettling. Okay. And I was so impressed by it. And also, there's a sort of a, I don't think you'd really say a prequel, but a story that's set in the 1800s in uh, Jerusalem's lot from mm-hmm. Salem lot. Salem's lot. Whoa. Deals with that house, some of the history of that house. Right. So having read Salem's lot, it was pretty interesting. Hmm. This was a collection that I got on Overdrive, read by John Glover. John Glover? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. John, John Glover, Glover of, uh, I guess. Smallville. Batman animated series and fame. Smallville Batman and fame. Batman and Robin fame. Okay. What else? And, and he did a great job. He did a great yeah. job reading it. So okay. those two things. I'm currently just reading a Star Trek book. I'm detoxing nice. after... Uh, Star Trek Discovery? They just did a oh, time loop yes, episode. Definitely. No, no. Just with the author visit and everything, oh. I feel like I've just been so stressed and like uh, my brain yeah. has just been on overdrive. So now I'm just sitting back. I'm reading Wait. a little It with Sulu and Chekhov. Good times. <laughs> okay. Good times all around. Yeah. Was it Scotty? So, I, maybe. Scotty ate the last donut. Maybe he did. And they're trying to figure it out how it they, I think they'd know it was Scotty. But. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about your books because I know you read something to keep our tradition alive. So I want
0: to hear, I want to hear your thoughts. Take uh, it away. well, in the spirit of Halloween, I'd say I kept our tradition dead. <laughs> no, I kept it alive mm-hmm. and dead. Oh, so, okay. jeez, You looked really surprised right there. I was shocked. Uh, Gwendy's button box by Stephen King yeah. and the, somebody else. Yeah. Stephen Richard. King's, Stephen King's friend. Yeah. Oh, Shizmar. Shizmar. Yeah. I don't. Don't saying that without the first name makes it sound like you're just like calling me out. Like that's yeah. schismar like You didn't it. read this book. Yeah, that's great. I did I like read it. this book, Nick. It's no so, Shizmar. Gwendy's Button Box. Yeah, boy, you're in like a Twilight Zone zone too. That has kind I of. I guess a, this is a Twilight Zone yeah. type of book. Maybe that's why I didn't find it like creepy. No, uh, I don't
1: think it's creepy. I think it's atmospheric and a little like spooky.
0: Maybe. Did you like it? Yeah, it was fine. I mean, I read it in one sitting. Yeah. Um, so the story
1: basically is a a man just kind of appears. And gives a little girl, Gwendy,
0: a box. Yeah. It wasn't until she was like, it's a combination of Gwen, Gwendolyn and Wendy. And I was like, oh yeah, Gwendy's not a real name. Well, I just assumed it was Gwendolyn, which is a real
1: name. Yeah. So why wouldn't it be short for that? But Uh, anyway. Yeah. yeah. He gives her this box and it basically like, there's a little food that comes out of it and some silver coins that makes her life super great. Yeah. Or does it? Everything just kind of goes great for her. Yeah. Uh, and she keeps but she
0: becomes obsessed about the box and it sort of like takes over her life and I'd say it doesn't necessarily resolve no (laughs) just kind of just the guy comes back Is like well see you again see
1: that's why I feel like when I read it I was most struck by like it it struck me as either a Richard Matheson short story Mm. which often have kind of a right and what became of them? Yeah, vibe or a Twilight Zone. Yeah, because you don't often get those like nice and tidy. It's not like well, that's also and a... now Burgess Meredith found new glasses. Yeah, and can read all the books yeah. he wants. You know? that's
0: uh, that's Ray Bradbury. Okay, as well, and Bradbury was a big inspiration and I think writer on the Twilight Zone I at think, times. I think what we're saying is that it gave us a very retro vibe. Yeah, don't you agree? Yeah. Um. Yes.
1: No, thank you. No problem. Thank you for agreeing with me anything Wait, else you doing, you'd man? like to talk about
0: uh let's see uh I heard about that and i did gwenny's button box oh i played this game called Wait. soma oh okay oh you meant about gwenny's button box i did yeah okay mm-hmm. uh no it's just it's just a quick read i don't i didn't love it really but yeah. like would it, you recommend it yeah i mean i think it's worth a read i don't think it's and i definitely would recommend it to somebody if they weren't wanting to read horror are you are you gonna try horror.
1: To, no it's not horror yeah. are you gonna try to get through carrie
0: i don't know I, I left it at work over okay. the weekend and i've got a busy two days i don't right. know if i'll finish it before
1: right you're going to a haunted house tonight <gasps>
0: yeah Spooky. yeah i can't say where because i don't want any stalkers in a haunted house oh yeah that's N- unless they're don't, being paid by you don't know. Big is haunted it part house. of it yeah is it not part of it yeah that's scary it's impossible to know yeah it's called a scream park did, though. did you read anything else uh no i've still i finished so i guess um did you Lovecraft yeah, Country I was about. is done in, like, segments. Oh. So, like, I read something, and it was a story, and now it changes, and now we're focusing on a different character in there. Okay. Um, So, I don't know, that's like... That's what Hearts in Atlantis is like. Yeah. I don't know if it's going to all, like, tie together into one overarching story right. or what. So... Um, I always feel like they have to be so purposeful about that. Yeah. Because if you don't know, it really ruins the reading experience. Yeah. yeah. I've had lots
1: of books ruined because I didn't realize that these were unrelated things. Yeah. You know? so That's all. yeah okay well let's talk about what's in the new i'm gonna say yeah a few more times though world yeah
0: <laughs> yeah what's in the new book world yeah, yeah. let's just see
1: yeah. what's let's just see what's in there yeah all right so these are some advanced notices Ooh. coming to you oh you know from the uh, future the next couple of months oh okay uh, yeah. some november uh some december some january sorry i said january so weird
0: yeah me too <laughs> so it's january <laughs> all right january we've Jones. got She's a not happy about it. book shot Bookshot. Nice. By James Patterson and I want James O'Born. I want somebody who writes more action based stories yeah. to try to steal this and call them book punches. That's pretty like good. a book punch to the face. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. Need a <laughs> quick shot of action in the morning? This book set, punch. This is set in his Michael Bennett
1: series, so this is technically book ten and a half. Book punch. Flames. Michael Bennett is like the secret agent who has twelve kids. So it's okay. sort of like yeah. Captain Von Trapp Super Spy. Oh, that's right, which Picture you would that. read. Michael Bennett, be grateful you're alive. Someone attacked the Thanksgiving Day Parade directly in front of Michael Bennett and his family. They attacked the parade? They did. The the television news called it a holiday terror. Michael Bennett mm. calls it personal. The hunt (laughs) is on.
0: Have we read this one before? No. No. they're just all no, sound the same. He calls this personal. is pretty good. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh, next, and yeah. this this is not in. Some
0: call her mom.
1: This is. <laughs> I call her personal. Yeah. I call. This no, is I not in. It. This is not in shot form. This, okay. is, just a, <laughs> this is a this book. This is what we call a book. Okay. Minus yeah. the shot. Right. Uh, Robichaud by James Lee
0: Burke. This is. Okay.
1: One in his long-running Dave Robichaux series, book 21. Can I 21. read
0: this in 30 minutes or less? No, you can't. Oh, you can't geez. read it on a commuter I don't train. understand. You need a book shot
1: by James <gasps> Patterson and lots of other people. All right. <laughs> James Lee Burke's most beloved character, Dave Robichaux, returns in this gritty, atmospheric mystery set in the towns and backwoods of Louisiana. So really mining new territory for James Lee Burke yeah. here. Yeah. He's not. Oh. I didn't know if that was clear or not. I, but yeah. this is, I read the first book in this series, mm-hmm. Neon Rain. We did it for a book Ooh. club. And
0: I will agree that it is gritty. Mm -hmm.
1: And if the atmosphere they're going for is unpleasant, then yes.
0: There's probably some radiation in that neon rain if I was going to guess its origin. Yeah. So if
1: you are a a James Lee Burke slash Dave Robichaud fan, this is for
0: you. Please, please. Crowd, audience. Please. Please. This is available
1: wherever you get your books. You don't have to storm the gates. Yep. And now I'm going to look at one called Body on Baker Street. This is large print.
0: Hey. Yeah.
1: So a Sherlock Holmes bookshop mystery number two. We are gonna discuss
0: book you want it now.
1: Weird, do, 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 okay, do, do. It was a weird song.
0: No, Baker Street. It was a weird Baker song Street. that you sang. Just, what are you reading? I'm vamping here, and you, you're just uh, looking at Ger- notes. Gemma Doyle and Jane Wilson do, are busy do, do, managing do. the
1: Sherlock Holmes Bookshop and Emporium on do, Baker Street and adjoining do. Mrs. Hudson's Tea Room in anticipation of the store's upcoming book signing with the illustrious Renalta Van Markoff, author of the controversial Hudson and Holmes mystery series. That's a long sentence. Yeah. But during the author Q&A session, (laughs) dedicated Sherlockian Donald Morris verbally attacks Renalta on her series of disgracing Sherlock's legacy, only to be publicly humiliated when the author triumphantly lashes back and gains the upper hand. That is until Renalta
0: collapses on the table, dead. Ah. So
1: what's going to happen? Yeah.
0: Hey, would you rather read that or listen to the song Baker Street for a while? Who's that by? Jeff Rafferty? Who's that? the song baker street it's the one that has the saxophone chorus instead of words at the core. no no what no baker street no oh. what i was just doing it do it again do, 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 do. oh yeah okay pretty good pretty good uh finally wait from... you never answered my question which one are you picking which one's shorter Baker Street, probably. I'll
1: listen to that. All right, <laughs> uh, Bernard Cornwell probably ah. still has fans out there. None that I know, but really, wow! Uh, "Fools and Mortals" by Bernard Cornwell, a dramatic mm-hmm. new departure for international best-selling author Bernard Cornwell. Yeah, "Fools and Mortals" takes us into the heart of the Elizabethan era. Long mm-hmm. one, what? Long one of his favorite. Okay, I'm sorry, I get it now. Uh, takes <laughs> us into the heart of the Elizabethan era. Long one of his favorite periods of British history. Yes, it is. Whew. Okay. All right. So all of those will be available for you to buy loved yeah. ones for
0: Christmas. Nick,
1: put those on your Christmas shopping list. Not for me. Yeah. I don't want any of them. Yeah. Don't
0: buy them for me. All right. I don't want them. Okay. What were you going to say? I was going to say, you're our new contestant on Fools or Mortals. <gasps> I love we're it. We're going to show <laughs> okay. you a picture. You tell right. us. Okay. Is he a fool Okay, or mortal? Okay. All right. Kevin James.
1: No, I I, I think that he can be killed. Okay. So that makes me think that maybe he's immortal. Right. But Uh nobody likes him and nobody likes his stuff and he keeps coming back. Right. That to me says immortality. Uh Uh-huh. So perhaps I'm going to go with fool final answer. All right. Let's see the results.
2: Nick, you're right. He is a fool.
0: (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Thanks
1: for having me on. No problem. Uh, What do you have coming out on the New York Times bestseller list? I'm anxious to hear what's number one. (laughs) <laughs> okay, are you hitting on me? I mean, <laughs> right. I just won a substantial yeah, game yeah. show pot. Your adrenaline so is through the roof. I got cash burning a hole in my yeah. pocket. Yeah, was there a cash prize for the? Uh it was kids? a potted
0: plant. Okay, well,
1: yeah, I'm not gonna be able to keep that alive. <laughs> okay,
0: uh all right. So this is the New York Times bestsellers list for this week. With, uh we're starting with the young adult hardcover fiction. Oh, yeah. So how come nobody calls it soft cover? They do. No, they call it paperback. Well, paperback usually
1: means like it's a mass market paperback uh, and they're small. Oh, yeah. A soft cover would yeah. more imply like a hardcover size yeah. that yeah. is
0: a paper cover. It's willing to be hugged yeah. People to give People use them hugs.
1: interchangeably now, but I think that's the, the
0: core. Well, that was a weird sound. Did you hear that? I
1: hit the mic stand. Oh, I
0: thought we were being haunted. Thanks for All right, so number up, 10 on the young mind. adult list. Okay. Uh, One know. of Us is Lying by Karen M. M- McManus. No, oh, there's no way to prove it. Jeez. Number nine, Wonder Woman, Warbringer by Leo Um Boop. Man, that's why you don't want to invite Wonder Woman to a party. You're always like, you could bring potato salad, you could bring soda. She brings My war. My Hera, I <laughs> shall bring war. Oh, great! Thanks, Wonder Woman. This is great. All right, everybody. <laughs> Somebody needs to go out and get ice. <laughs> Number eight, One Dark Throne by Kendara Blake. Okay. I was saying Kendra. I know. Blake I know or you were. Kadar. Yeah. All right. You're number seven, new this week, Sun Warrior cool. by PC Cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nikki and Mary join forces to fight against Thaddeus. See, this tells me nothing. No, it doesn't. But any, I know that there's a person that needs to be stopped, and his name is Thaddeus. This is the sequel to another book she's written. Um, she's the writer of the House of Night series, oh. which is pretty popular. That. Uh, hey, look, Leah Badargo's back at number six with The Language of Thorns. My my. Yes. Uh, hey. Yeah. This is a clean podcast, though. Okay. So you got to watch your language. All right. Of Thorns. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, it's French. Number four. Uh, number five is new I this week. Don't,
1: I don't get why you say that. What? That it's French. No,
0: I, because of uh, Sleeping Beauty, but that's not oh. France. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, so I'm wrong. Number five. Irrelevant. New. I am not your perfect Mexican daughter. Hey. I'm not. Come on. Hey, come I, on. I now. can't be. We all make your expectations mistakes. are way too high. Uh number five. I'm not uh, stop you. After the death of her older sister, Julia finds out that she may be living a double life. Oh
1: boy, that's one too many.
0: Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh number four, <laughs> Dear Martin by Nick Stone. Justice with a Y. McAllister. No. J-U-S-T-Y-C-E. Typo. An African-American teenager at a predominantly white prep school faces. Racial discrimination. Hmm. Number three, *The Hate You Give* by Angie Thomas. Number two, new this week, *The Book of Dust* *La Belle Savage* or is it Savage*. <laughs> I don't know. By Philip Pullman, Malcolm finds a secret message about it's a Philip substance Pullman, like
1: the the the. <laughs> Why can't I think of those books? *Golden Compass*.
0: Substance like known His Dark Materials? as Philip dust Pullman? in the first volume of a trilogy that starts before the beginning of *His Dark Materials*. Oh, okay. There we go. Which is the *Golden Compass* series? Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, number one, two weeks on the list, Turtles All the Way Great was yeah. your review. It, well, Turtles All the Way Down yeah, by John Green. The, it was the one. Azza and Daisy investigate a mystery with a reward of $100,000. Mm-hmm. This is where number two comes in and tells them that $100,000 isn't that yeah. much money yeah. uh, in 2017. Right. <laughs> I mean, it is. If I had $100,000, what are you yeah. doing in this? I'd I've, 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 I've be well, on the road. What do you mean? You're traveling. You can't phone it in? Okay, Trust yeah. me,
1: I've sat across you many times. Oh, when you here we go. In. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, see? Look at that. I work alone. Yeah. I All set right, let's... myself up for Did that. Did you say joke. you work alone? Well, I set myself up for that joke, yeah. and then I just came and yeah. spiked it Yeah. over the joke
0: net. Over the <laughs> joke net.
1: Oh, people don't say joke net? Not anymore. You're crazy. All right.
0: Hey, uh, let's go over the hardcover fiction for adults. I'd like to. Kids, out of the room. Yep. Things are about to get real. Kids We're going to be leave. dealing with uh, taxes. Yep. You don't want to deal with that when you're a kid?
1: Yep. Death and taxes, am I right?
0: Jeez. The only constants in the world? Yep. Is that the thing? It sure is, The only is, thing you probably. can count on? I think so. The only so. thing you set your watch by? Right. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> All right. Uh, number 10, uh-huh. It Devours Look out. by Joseph Fink and Jeffrey Cranor. A female scientist <laughs> investigates an unusual rumbling in an American Southwest desert and come across a religious congregation planning a dangerous ritual.
1: Can I ask a question? Yeah. Why did they have to call her a female scientist? Well, this is set in the... uh, Like, I get it if it's like a giraffe scientist. You probably want to say that this is a giraffe character. But (laughs) it just seemed like
0: one step too many. Uh Uh-huh. I'm just curious. Hey, I think because it says... Giraffe scientist. Yeah. I think because it says a female scientist, I just assumed it was in the 70s. (laughs) Because that's when they would be saying that. Hashtag commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Uh number 9, The Girl Who Takes an Eye for an Eye by David Lag- uh, Lagercrantz. Yeah. Stig Larson. So this has stayed on the list for a while. Yeah. So I guess these books are still pretty popular. I still got it. All right. 8, Don't Let Go by Harlan Coben. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you been in a situation where somebody said don't let go and you did? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a bad place to be yep. for them. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah. You you on the other hand, you got the raft all to yourself.
1: <laughs> no, I let go. Yeah. You're supposed to let go inside of the raft.
0: Oh, you let go while you were out? Oh, Somebody no. was trying to get you in the raft? I,
1: I care for others.
0: Oh, so. yeah. All right. I'm a bit more selfish when it comes to rafts. Yes. And Jeffrey Rafferty's. Yeah. I'm not giving you my Jeffrey Rafferty's vinyl. I wouldn't. <laughs> I <laughs> okay, wouldn't. number seven. Manhattan Beach by Jennifer Egan. You and I, right now, go. To Manhattan Beach? Ma- Manhattan Beach. Ugh. First female driver at the Brooklyn Naval Yard during World War II tries to understand why her father disappeared. Number six. Well, he's at
1: the Manhattan Beach is probably a yeah, top thing. Yeah.
0: Also, he's probably reading this book, A Column of Fire by Ken Folliott.
1: Stay away from that. Yeah. It's a uh, whole column. Yeah. Of fire.
0: Book three of The Thing. A column of Fire. No, book three of what it was. Uh, uh, the Pillars, Pillars of the, of the Earth. earth. Oh, you keep forgetting. I won't I let wish, you forget. Man. I wish that I could forget Number that. Number five, <laughs> Fairy terrible. Tale by Danielle Steele. Oh. Tragedy and unexpected dangers come yeah. to the life in a Napa Valley winery. Well, they winery. say comedy's tragedy plus time, so. No, I thought comedy was tr- oh i see i read it backwards yeah i was thinking tragedy was comedy plus time <laughs> so i guess it can be yeah all right so you're saying uh, fairy tale by daniel steel is a future comedy yeah all right, so thirty like,
1: years from now, we're going to look back and be like, yeah. that was hilarious.
0: Yeah, that was a crazy <laughs> tragedy in a yeah. Napa Valley yeah. winery. I can't even believe it. Yeah. In the wine country, for heaven's uh, sake. Oh, my gosh. Uh, 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 yeah. More wine, more problems. Yeah. That's, that's what, what I, they always I'm, say. You yeah. know what? I'm actually always saying that. Yeah. So. Number four Sleeping Beauties by Stephen King and Owen King. And I don't want to say King. this is how people have described myself when I'm asleep, mm-hmm. but it is. I'm a regular so Sleeping Beauties. It seemed
1: like you did want to say that because you said I, it. I, no, I don't know. I said it instantly. Hey, uh,
0: number three this week. Okay. You're a big fan of them. Am I? Yeah.
1: You say this, but often what you say is not. No, good, this not is true.
0: Truth. You're a big fan of this person. Okay. Uncommon Type by Tom Hanks.
1: Oh, I do like Tom Hanks.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait. So you just like him? You love Tom Hanks. I do. Everybody is does. Is he
1: writing as David S. Pumpkin?
0: 17 short stories, each incorporating a typewriter. By the Academy Award-winning actor Tom Hanks. That sounds gimmicky.
1: No Tom, way. Tom Hanks has a love of typewriters. Yeah, like yeah. collects
0: typewriters. Yeah. So, sir, so we have one spot in this lifeboat on the ship Titanic Personal. as it sinks. Yeah. But you cannot bring your typewriter.
1: No. <laughs> He'll find a Zoltar machine and wish that he was small, so that he could he carry could carry the typewriter yeah. on him. Yeah. Yeah. What we have there, ladies and gentlemen, is a deep cut. Big.
0: Yeah. You think Big's the deep
1: cut? People don't know about Big now. Yes, they do. No, they don't. Yes.
0: <laughs> Listeners, write in.
1: Can I? While we're talking about Big,
0: it's kind of a disturbing movie. Yeah, everybody knows that because, of, mean, the, because of the kissing of the older woman.
1: Yeah, kissing.
0: What? Oh, right. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. Yeah. Anyway. Um. What else? Number two, Deep Freeze by John Sanford. Virgil Flowers hey. is called to investigate in Tripton, Minnesota when a local bank's president is found dead in a nearby frozen river. I read a Virgil Flowers yeah. book. I Looks like, like you could say they've frozen his account. What? They froze his account. What do you mean? The bank, the local bank president. His account has been frozen. He's having like money problems. He. So the president, uh huh, has been found dead, uh huh, in a nearby frozen river, uh huh.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. I think that's pretty common. As soon as yeah. someone dies, you, <laughs> you, you freeze their assets. Account. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And and actually. Because of the way he died, you could kind of say <laughs> that it works both yeah, ways. But. Yeah.
0: This is how we know we have good chemistry together. How? <laughs> Number one, Origin by Dan Brown. Uh-huh. That's it. Oh, okay. Okay, so do, <laughs> is I this do. an example of our good no, chemistry I together? I want to read this one. I'm Boy. Really, I feel Somebody like... Somebody just turned in on the radio. I feel like... <laughs> and just like, the
1: heck is happening? Dan Brown's Origin. Dan Brown. Stephen King... Wait, are you telling us
0: about Dan Brown's
1: Origin? Stevie King Jr.'s book... uh Sleeping Beauties. Uh-huh. And now Grisha's got Rooster Bar out. Yeah. Hey, Rooster Bar, was that on there? Did you say it? And I missed no, it? No. Okay. It's not there yet. Surprising.
2: Well, I guess it just came out. Anyway,
1: yeah. those are three that I got to read. And okay. I just... I haven't yeah. yet. I'm behind the times. Yeah. I got to get my life together.
0: Yeah. I'm disappointed because your phrasing made it seem like you were going to tell me the origin of Dan Brown. The
1: origin of Dan Brown? Yes. Uh, Well, his mother put him in a basket. Okay. He floated down the river. Oh. He was picked uh-huh. up by Pharaoh's daughter... The- and then his mother still got to raise him. Okay. And then eventually what? The, okay. I might be confusing two people. Yeah. I'm confused. Yeah. That's that's how that's, that's Elvis's origin.
0: Yes, that so. was that was Elvis okay. Presley. Yes. Anyway. So. Anything else? That's it. No, that's that's it, man. All right. That's all I got. Well, that's all she it. got. Okay. That's all she wrote really? on a typewriter. Cool. And a story written by Tom Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> hey everybody. Just just in case you were wondering, yeah, we're going to interview author Naomi Shihab Nye, and to do so, we're going to send Nick Gunning, our own Nick Gunning, Nick Gunning of the All The Book Show, my friend, my co-host, I guess that's it, friend and co-host, we're going to send him on the street. And here we go. All right, Nick, on the street you go.
1: Hi, this is Nick. I'm here with a special guest, Naomi Shihab Nye. Uh, Naomi, hello. Hello. Great to be here, Nick. (laughs) Well, thank you, and thanks for agreeing to do the podcast. Now, you were saying earlier that that you've just done a podcast recently.
2: I did one for Trinity University Alumni Affairs, that's where I went in San Antonio. They asked me to do a full hour talking about writing poems, being a poet. So if anybody wants to listen to it, they've got it archived there.
1: We've talked a little bit about this, and I've, I've seen the notebook that you're carrying around. But I was curious about um, when you actually sit down to write, Now, how does that work? Do you, do you just do a little bit here and there? Do you decide for the next three hours, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to write? Or does it just sort of come as it does?
2: Well, I like to sit down every morning, first thing, and pick up my pen or pencil and start making notes. Um, I was with you last night in the beautiful town of Angelica when I bought a tiny little quilt, which I (laughs) placed on the table at the inn. And so this morning, it was even more cozy than usual to sit down and write because I put my notebook on this beautiful quilt. And I just felt like I was in a In a home place, you know, in a place I'd been for a long time. Also, stepping outside and feeling the different kind of air. I think it smells like Canada here. Hmm. Uh, The trees, the leaves, the deer, um, just feeling the landscape. You know, when you travel and you feel a different landscape, it's very... um, energizing and surprising and wonderful so i just started with writing things about where i was physically where we went last night how it felt to arrive here mm-hmm. to see the amish buggies and just taking kind of random little notes um later today i'll go and write down some of the questions the students asked me uh today from college and the, the academy as well and uh, who knows what'll come next
1: all right. Well, last episode we discussed uh, the the different types of of uh, formats that you work in. Uh we discussed your children's book and actually our children's library Kate just this morning did a special uh story time with some of your books. She used um Baby Radar and Lullaby Raft nice. and it was a whole whole themed things like that. And we also discussed your novels. So I was just curious um do you, do you have a preference? It seems like you gravitate towards poetry. And, and we discussed a little bit how even your novels have that sort of fluid, poetic feel to it. Uh, what's What do you get differently out of those different formats?
2: Thank you for saying that. And thank you, Kate, for sharing my work at all. And thank you for, <laughs> to the library for being interested. Um, I like all different genres, all formats. And um you know, I do think there's so much of poetry and prose and vice versa. There's prose and poetry. I like very narrative poems. I like poems that tell a story. So I, I feel that working in different forms and formats and writing for different ages uh, just gives you sort of more to work with, more okay. to play with. Um, and it feels uh, very, very inspiring to me to, to know that you could sit down and write the entire text of A children's book. I recently had an experience where I wrote what I hope will be the entire text of a children's book in two sittings. And that's pretty rare. I've only done that like one other time 25 years ago. But I was so excited about it and just to know that you could still do that and it could still feel right that that book says what it wants to say. Um, And I think the more you write, kind of the more you're given to write, the more you think about writing. Um, I haven't written a lot of pieces lately. Of a sort of journalistic style that would be in a newspaper or a, um, you know that kind of format, but I've done that more at other times in my life, and maybe I'll go back to doing more of that soon. But I've just been working on other things. Okay.
1: Well, in in discussing your work, uh, Kate read Habibi, and I'd read Turtle of Oman, and as we began to talk about it, we thought there's a lot of there's a lot of parallels there. It's almost you're seeing two sides of the same coin. Did you set out to do that, or did it just sort of naturally happen?
2: It naturally happened, and I actually didn't realize that I was doing that until I was deep, deeply into the Turtle of Oman Mm -hmm. story. I thought, wait a minute, I'm sort (laughs) of writing this from the other side. And um, I will be going back to Oman in a few months, and it's exciting to me to think about going back there when you've set a book Mm -hmm. there. Uh, Because I know my feelings will be different going there. Mm -hmm. I feel closer to it probably than I have a right to just because I said a whole book there and I thought about these two characters there. Um, But it's it's mysterious what happens, you know, Mm -hmm. when we write. And hopefully our writing takes us more deeply into our lives, into our experiences. Um, You know, I see a student on your campus today and she reminds me of two other people I know and right away I start thinking of stories about those two other people as well as imagining her and you think that's how the mind works in this wonderful crisscrossing kind of multi-lit switchboard of considerations and um, I think we all have a lot of thoughts and I think that writing helps us gather our thoughts as well as shape our thoughts and we do need that these days.
1: Agreed, yes. Do, now, do you do you see yourself returning to the novel format?
2: Uh, I am working on a novel, which I'm, the working title in my mind has been uh, That Old Raggedy Edge. Ooh, a scoop. Uh, yeah, no one <laughs> knows about that. I haven't even written it down. Only It's only in my mind. But I'm, it's a, about a girl who's growing up in the town where my husband actually grew up. So I know that town. Uh, through working there in the schools but also through him and his life experience there and it's fun to work with but it's challenging too so I am working on a novel
1: oh that's great I love that title too Thanks. it's very I it you know it just kind of it pulls you in you uh-huh. know like I want to know what it is yeah, <laughs> you, know you know me what you. I mean thank so yeah that me yeah that's great well, you're
2: the first person Whoever heard about it? Well,
1: I have a positive reaction to it, so lock that in. I will lock that in.
2: Thank
1: you. Oh, that's great. Well, thanks so much for joining us. We we appreciate having you here. I appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast. Uh, Eric, who hosts it with me, is not here, though. We'll see him for dinner tonight. So if you could just say hello to Eric.
2: Hi, Eric. You live in one of the most beautiful places in the world. I know you know it.
1: (laughs) All right. We'll talk more with Eric now. Thanks again. Bye-bye.
0: Hey, you're back. Yeah. How was that? Thanks for having me. It was good. Yeah, it was good. You do
1: live in a beautiful place, man. Hey I do. Look at the seasons. Look at the outside. Oh boy.
0: This weekend was oppressive though in was its it? rain. Oh. Well, I have three dogs. Yeah, that's
1: true. Actually, it was really nice because uh Friday, like mm. all, all the days that Naomi was visiting with us mm. was beautiful weather. That's true. And then as soon as she left, it was yeah. like it she was like yeah. her optimism and bright spirit yeah. was holding the rain at bay. Yeah. As soon as she left town. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit. My
0: my dog one of my dogs, like uh-huh. had an accident on the floor uh-huh. I wasn't even mad i was like i get it okay this rain is terrible we can't go outside in this
1: so we just had a world-renowned uh visiting author and you think the spotlight's going to be about your dogs in the rain
0: I mean, okay. I mean, they, okay, they frolic.
1: Yeah, let's talk about whatever you want to talk about. Okay, Just hold kidding. on. Okay, so Naomi,
0: she have nine.
1: This is our third year partnering with Houghton College. Yes, our third uh, uh, fall visiting author. We've yeah. had some spring authors, yeah, as well. you can't leave out Archer Mayer. So, we're going to talk a little bit about all of them, but I want uh, to first talk about our all visit the with authors. Naomi. So, You're this was a up. partnership with Houghton College. Uh-huh. Uh She came in on Thursday. My wife Hillary and I picked her up at the inn, and we took her to the canteen in Angelica. And let me say, if you haven't tried the canteen, they had great food. The service was good. and We just had a really good time. Okay. And then we were eyeing these cinnamon rolls, mm. and uh, Naomi Shehabnai, noted author, bought uh, a cinnamon roll for herself, my yeah. wife, and I. Hey, so you probably have we mine all had somewhere cinnamon here. rolls, so it was great. No, she didn't want to buy one for you. She didn't. She heard what you said about going, going, and she said, <gasps> "No way, <laughs> no way for that." I'm guy. Sorry,
0: Naomi Shehabnai.
1: No, no, I'm just kidding. But we had a really fun time and then the next day was the, the campus visit. So uh, mm-hmm. she did she did a luncheon with students, very quiet students. Right. And she did a Q and A on campus there was a lot of good questions there. Uh-huh. Some of the stuff came up. One kid, I don't think I told you this, one high school student who was there just stood up and said, What do you think of Donald Trump? Yeah. So that got some things going. Yeah. <laughs> she answered it so well though. Yeah. She was very like, Was that the same student who said graceful, you can come to our f- yeah, so later they invited her to her their championship game. Yeah, yeah. Against Wellsville. So there you go. So pretty good. Pretty good
0: day for her. Yeah.
1: Uh, then after that she taught a workshop on campus and then I picked her up and we all had dinner at Littleya. I remember that. So me. I was there. Eric, Eric's wife, Kendra, my wife Hillary, uh, Nikki, who's our circulation person, Kate, children's librarian, and then some Houghton professors. Yes. We all got together and had a really good meal. Yeah. So shout out to Latelia for doing a great job for yeah. us and for some really good food. Yeah. It's the best
0: spaghetti store in town. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it is. But I thought the dinner went really well, didn't you? Yes, sir. It was. Would you have? <laughs> would you like to add anything, or should I just keep? Uh,
0: no, I mean she's just very friendly yeah. and talkative. Uh, yeah,
1: and that's the... that, That's what I really appreciated
0: about her. But with this that... also happened with Alexander McCall Smith. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Joyce Carol Oates uh, seems a like more, a quiet a little person, more quiet, little more reserved. Uh, except yeah. when she started showing you pictures, pictures of her of cat, cat yeah. on her phone. Her
1: cats are internet celebrities anyway. But so.
0: Alexander McCall Smith. Pretty, pretty much like talked outgoing. the whole time yeah. and like kept everybody's attention. What
1: I, what I liked about uh, Naomi that I thought was sort of unique, mm-hmm. although Joyce Carol Oates really appreciated our, our area too. But anyway, yeah. uh, Naomi just loved this area. She wait, loved so
0: did uh, Alexander McCall Smith. Yeah, but she really was like ah, into it. She yeah. wanted
1: to see things, you know. Yes. She wanted to like really experience it. So I appreciate. Well, they it. all had uh, a
0: di- Joyce. Joyce Carol Oates liked the area because this is the area where she's yeah, from, similar to she's from Lockport. Um, mm-hmm. and Alexander McCall Smith liked going to it like a smaller area yeah, totally after different bigger pro- tours yeah. and then and when should have a poet yeah yeah so <laughs> so
1: a, yeah so she sort of found beauty in everything. Yes. but i thought the dinner went really well and those things can be awkward but yeah. she was just such a a kind person you know she was so interested in what everybody had to say and really wanted to like be a part of it yeah so i thought that was i really appreciated that about her so next we went to the auditorium uh-huh and pretty, at the library yeah the nancy a a good Na- crowd. nancy a how I actually, I think it is Nancy. Oh my have, gosh! Yeah, uh, we had a good crowd, a really yeah. responsive crowd, yes. and a lot of people that I didn't recognize. So that's always nice to like mm-hmm. do an event that brings in people from other places yeah. or people Nick, right from Wellsville who don't. That was your father. Oh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> it's nice to do an event where people outside of just regulars come. Right. You know. Yeah. We I think we really cast a wide net with this, which was nice. And she was so good with the crowd. Mm. Uh, I thought the Duke House did a great job with the reception afterwards, yes. and. Um, it was nice because there was enough time for uh, the author to really circulate and be able to talk to to people at the reception, which was cool. And I think people really appreciated that. And I yeah. certainly liked having her here. I mean I think it was just uh, it was a successful visit all around. Mm. but um, the only one you haven't been here for is Archer Mayer. That's true. So I Archer wasn't here. Mayer,
0: I was in Florida? I know you were. Living Archer Mayer
1: was in 2014 and that was our first like big name author get. Uh, if he writes the the Joe Gunther Mystery Series, which is incredibly popular here. Joe. Uh, Joe who? Gunther. Yeah. Oh, yes. I didn't realize just how popular they were until we started promoting this. Right. And then it was like, you know, people just coming out of the woodwork being yeah. so excited about it. And then I think his books since then mm-hmm. have had a big, like, insurgence of checkouts yeah. afterwards. Um, but that was fun. I mean, that was our first big thing, mm-hmm. you know, so it was like none of us really knew Quite what to expect or how to do it. Yeah, so that was kind of a learning curve, but it was fun to have him there. And then right after that, the next year was Joyce Carol Oates, which yeah. really was kind of like a hail mary. Like we, I remember Michelle, the former director, and I talking about this. You know, we wanted to get an author who had some local connections, and uh-huh. uh, we're thinking, oh, who could we get and who might who might work out? Uh-huh. I just was like, I, I, I'm going to try for mm-hmm. Joyce Carol Oates. We'll just yeah. see what happens. You know. And then Houghton stepped up and yeah. was willing to partner with us, and of course the friends. Mm-hmm. So we made that
0: happen. Do you but listen does... to the first six episodes of our podcast, yeah, you'll, you'll have assumed that this podcast was a Joyce Carol Oates I know. podcast. I know.
1: Well, that's it was just such a big deal. Yeah. You know, it was just such a, it was such a surprising thing, and mm-hmm. I just it was so much work going into it that it yeah. sort of was all we could think about. Yeah. And I thought that that I mean I wasn't disappointed with that at all. She talked a lot about her chicken, yeah. her childhood chicken from her memoir, Happy Chicken. Yeah, Happy Chicken. It was just a. It was a crazy experience. Do you sure Do you have a favorite so far the A things? favorite author?
0: Yeah. Oh, I don't want to play favorites.
1: No, I mean, like, I guess the overall visit that you think
0: was. Uh, no, they were all good in their different ways. I yeah, mean, Alexander I McCall agree. Smith was maybe the funniest. On he definitely brought down the house yeah. with his talk. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, I think I think his was uh, a lot of fun. But yeah. they've all been great.
1: I think with I think with Joyce that first year.
0: Choice. It's always going to I always have, forget you guys are on first name basis.
1: I think it's just, that one's always going to have, like, mm-hmm. I mean, it was the first, it was the first, like really big multi-institution, like yeah. huge push. that was, yeah. at, you know, and so that's always going to be an important one, I think. Yeah. Um, but you're right about Alexander McCall Smith. And I feel like personally, I connected with him the most, like with his sense of humor and just, yeah. you know, the we had breakfast together yeah. and just the kind, the way we chatted yeah. and stuff, I felt really
0: But great. Naomi, Shihab Nye was the, uh, the least uh am i just at the right she was the least hesitant to talk about politics true but people she, kept asking her about politics right in, there was yeah. something about her writing that people were like what do you think of this and i, I you could I, tell she was at first she was like oh and then she was like look yeah <laughs> yeah this is yeah, what the, I the I
1: same thing happened on campus earlier today yeah, yeah. i would say and, and julia spencer fleming who was here oh just just this year yeah was on the march, podcast february with a, a picture of your face yeah march I thought she was kind of the most game to just do whatever, you yeah. know. She was like, let's do it. Let's be on the podcast, yeah. you know. She really rolled with the punches. So I appreciated yeah. that about her. She was just a lot of fun to talk to. Mm. I feel like with Naomi, she was the most uh, laid back. She was the most easygoing, you know. Yeah. The others everyone we've had before before the before the big event mm-hmm. they wanted to just kind of hang in the dressing room and you know collect mm-hmm. their thoughts or yeah. whatever they wanted they yeah. wanted to just kind of be alone come on, on stage yeah do the i thing. couldn't
0: shoot naomi Shevni back into the dressing room I if know, i wanted to. i know i was like because because she
1: i was doing she, something else
0: she asked me for a tour of the yeah. library so eric and which Kate, i could give because i had the keys i know you did a yeah. great job yeah Kate so came along
1: you took her everywhere right i mean up to well, the teen we, loft yeah and yeah yeah so yeah. they did that, and mm-hmm. then you know was, the auditorium's filling up, and of course people yeah. are recognizing her. And uh, I was like, "Well, why don't we go in the back?" And she was like, "No, no, no, I want to kind of go around." And yeah. So she did. She yeah. just kind of walked around and introduced herself to mm-hmm. people and chatted, and yeah. it was very low key. But like when the event started, it also felt kind of grand. So I think you know it's a testament to her that she was able to sort of give us the best of both worlds because yeah. it still felt like an important, uh, serious event, but then. You know, yes. it also was
0: very personal. It was a real personal touch yeah. to it, which I appreciated as well. Do you think you're going to be able to get someone like Ian Fleming, writer of the, the, the James Bond books, the long dead Ian Fleming?
1: Well, e- yes or no, Ian Fleming? You put me on the spot. Yeah. Uh, can I can I tell you that I'll give it I'll give it a try? Really? Could I, yeah. All, all right. I'll, that's I'll, all I need to know. I'll see what I can do. Yeah. I'll see what I can do, man. You know, it's always interesting when we when we get to the point where we're. Batting around ideas for who we want to bring. Yeah, you know, because it's it's nice to have it's nice to have diversity. It's yeah. nice to have a diversity in writing. Uh-huh. You know, like trying to get different genres. Look, just get Catherine Applegate. That, okay, <gasps> <gasps> things that appeal to different people. Uh uh-huh. um, And that's always challenging. Yeah, you know, it's always challenging because especially if we're going to work with an institution, we want someone with a bit of a scholarly yeah. background as well, yeah. so that um, so that element can also be met. Mm-hmm. It's tricky. Yeah. It's tricky. I've got my wish list of things that I... Did you hear that? I did. That was my computer. I don't think that (laughs) recorded. Okay. (laughs) Well, we heard a lovely noise in our headphones, but anyway, (laughs) the selection process, I always find... Yeah. Because it's sort of like we start with just, like, yeah. anyone, yeah. you know, pie in the sky, just whoever. Yeah. And then we just kind of keep fine-tuning until we find someone that's, that we feel yeah. like is going to appeal to our audience, is yeah. going to work well with college students, yeah. you know, has the popularity to, to generate interest. Yeah. We have to go it's, through a whole
0: round of uh, fool or immortal. Yeah. yeah fool we, or
1: mortal. Yep. Yeah. So we bring ten authors here, yeah. make them play fool or mortal, <laughs> yeah. and then the winner gets to stay, yeah. the mortal. <laughs> So, But I feel like one of the – I think it's – I think. You could just say it's a one-off event, Uh and that's, you know, it's great. The people who come have a good time. But I I really feel like, and our goal in doing this Mm -hmm. is bigger than that. I think the the partnership with the local colleges, because Houghton's the one we work most closely with. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we reach out to the different schools, the different colleges, and we always get a group of students from each one. So Mm. it's sort of our way of of reaching out to those other communities, academic communities, providing something that everybody can come together on. Um, so there's that. Mm-hmm. It also encourages people to read things they wouldn't normally. You know, whenever whenever we have an author here, like even if it's not someone that uh-huh. that I'm a huge fan of or maybe I haven't read a ton of theirs before, uh-huh. like meeting them makes me kind of reevaluate everything I have read, makes yeah. me want to go and read them more, then maybe read more like it. So yeah. I feel like it's not just it's not just the one event, which is great. Yeah, like next the, week, the one event.
0: Next week's topic. Oh yeah. wait, no, next week's topic is picked. Yeah, we're gonna talk. Well, about Jack Reacher. Yeah. We should do. We should do uh, a week where you and I just talk about authors we want to meet. Absolutely. Like our top five authors yeah. we want to meet. Yeah. Not favorite authors, maybe, but authors yeah. we want to meet. Yeah. There we go. I agree. I think that would be nice, a lot of fun, sick. But anyway, two weeks planned.
1: All I'm trying to say is uh-huh. there's more than just a one-off event. I feel like oh. these these big things have ripples that sort of go onto the community. Right. And I like the fact that I mean we both live in a rural area, which I don't know if you've ever been frustrated with the fact that we live in a rural area sure
0: sure have no never okay not even once but i
1: think things like this you often would just assume well we're not we're not gonna have it it's it's not possible here so that's that's the we're just as cool I know, but the beauty and foresight of them building this building and building that auditorium so that we can do it. Yeah. But also just that the library is able to do that. And flooding that auditorium in the '70s. That I think I'm personally proud of, and I think the whole community is is it helps with community pride in this library. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah, I think they've been very successful, and I was particularly happy with this one. Yeah. because I think that she, more than anyone we've had before, has been able to make a real personal connection. Yeah. with the area as a whole and with individual people. Yep, you know whether it's on the campus or before the show or mm-hmm. people who came to the reception. So yeah, that was pretty great. Yes, and Agreed. we have we have a lot of her work. We had a lot of it before. Yeah. Um, now we got more, and we were, yeah we were sent some copies in in preparation for nice. this. So we have a lot of her adult Little poetry. Dream. We have picture books children's mm-hmm. poetry we have her ya novels yeah we've got it you yeah. want it we've got, we got it. her book shot no she doesn't have book shots book shot flame no no bookshot shot flames. book punch no okay so uh if you if you enjoyed meeting her and want to know a little bit more about her we've got her stuff so okay. i hope you'll
0: come in and check it out uh
1: library news what do you got
0: coming up well ha- halloween i guess in my head what i i have to get out first oh sure is why on tiny tunes did they never? Did they never call their education? Here's the thing, while, I think that you're going to say something serious. <laughs> yeah. I think you're going to punctuate uh-huh. something
1: serious with something serious. Uh huh. But no. But I, I do want to give your your answer the credence that it deserves. Wackidemia,
0: like academia. Uh huh. Wackidemia. But it's, I think it's too much because it's it's already a luniversity, and they stu and they practice
1: <laughs> Okay. All right. All right, so I see what you're saying. You think Wacky Demia is think, too much? I think maybe it's for overkill. the world of Tiny Tunes. It's Tiny Tunes is nothing if not subtle. I think in <laughs> it's
0: humor. All right, so
1: what do you have coming for news. Yeah. yeah.
0: All right, so this week, uh, ending on Friday, November third, we're showing Spider-Man: Homecoming, Ooh. starring I love young that movie. Tom Holland, yeah. young British boy. I'm Tom Holland. Yes. Go ahead, Eric. Let uh, me hear a little Tom Holland. Tom Holland is yeah. like. Uh, with with great power <laughs> comes great responsibility. I like it to
2: clean my room. Oh, <laughs> at me.
0: Yes, he's British. He he's got a Brooklyn he's, accent. Yeah, in. everyone says like, oh, it's cool that they gave him a Brooklyn accent, or it's Queens. It's a yeah, Queens yeah, accent. Queens. But I never hear it, so I don't. Oh, know. I do. I never know. Oh,
1: I definitely do. Okay, it's funny. My wife was shocked because the DVD. When you put the Blu-ray yes. in. He introduces it. It comes up. He's like, I'm Tom Holland. She was like, he's British. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty successful. Yeah. Pretty successful masking of that accent. Uh, Him and Hugh Laurie, I think, are the best.
0: Yeah. Okay. So we've got uh, Spider-Man Homecoming showing up. Anime club. uh, for Teen anime club. That's very important. Yeah. Is 530 on Wednesday. And then I guess that's. What's going on? Uh, November is big, so I guess we'll. Yeah. I'll be back next week with more news. Sure, yeah. Maybe, yeah. I think. Are
1: you going to give a little hint about NaNoWriMo?
0: Oh, yeah. NaNoWriMo is starting next week. Oh, NaNoWriMo. my gosh. NaNoWriMo yeah. starts Wednesday. Sure does. So that's National Novel Writing Month, yeah. uh, where you have 30 days to write 50,000 words, and that can finish your novel. You've or done if- it, haven't you? Haven't you gone the distance in the past? Yes. Uh, I finished like a few days before, and then. Finished the book a couple months later. Nice. So, do you find that it? I mean, does it stimulate you? Does it make you? Well, the, there's a site you can go to, and you can keep track of what you're writing. Okay. Um, and we'll show you if you're uh how ahead of the curve you are, oh. or uh, how many words you need to write to get on target. Uh, and usually, it's like you need to write seventeen hundred words a day, mm-hmm. um, and that will get you to fifty thousand. So on a good day, when you write more than that, it's just it's just it just feels great. Nice. And then when you're ahead of the curve, but you write less. And you see the graph, you're like, oh well, I'm still on target, yeah. so that's okay. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that does help. I oh think. good.
1: So we'll we'll, have us, we'll we'll
0: talk about it. Nano Remo, they'll put you in a group. Yeah. And they'll show you the group of everybody uh, doing it too. And a lot of times, most people flame out. So if ah. you, if you keep going, you just you just feel like, look at this. This guy stopped after 200 nice.
1: words. Nice. So. Well, if you want to know more about this, no, we're going to have a spot for people to come and write. Is that the plan? Uh, we have before. I think we have to. Work out where? Sure. But yes. <laughs> anyway, if you want to find out a little more, or if you want to participate, you can go to That's N-A-N-O-W-R-I-M-O. Yeah. Dot org. That's yeah. N-A-N-O-W-R-I-M-O.org. National Novel Writing Month. Yeah. Dot org. Okay. <laughs> so Jeez. join us. We've, uh, we've got Creek Bend Band. Creek uh, Bend Band. An annual favorite. We're yeah. having them back November 16th. Sponsored by our friends with the Allegheny Arts Association. So yeah. thank you big, to them. Big hits like Bad Moon Rising. Nope. Uh, Proud Mary. That is Creed and Clearwater Revival, I think. Uh, Bad uh, Moon Rising. Yeah. Okay. That's what you're thinking yeah. of. Uh, Proud Mary could be Tina yeah. Turner. Depends so they sing it's getting hot doing. in here. I don't know who that is. But that's it's Nelly. Nelly. It's not them. <laughs> it's not them. All right. So uh, if you've never heard Creek Bend Band before... You should come because it's a knee-slapping good time. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and if you come every year, you know how good it is. Yeah. So, this is the Your one. Your can't to. take it anymore. November 16th at 7 o'clock. Yeah. Thank you to our Angelica listeners yeah. for tuning in. I hope you have a lovely Wednesday night. Yeah. For everybody else, or our, our Angelica listeners yeah. can find us here as well. But hey. we're on Twitter at All the yeah. Book Show.
0: Angelica listeners, good news. Nick and I are at Imagine Dragons right now.
1: That's true. Hey, we're rocking yeah. out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Facebook, you can find us at David A. Howe Public Library. You uh-huh. can email us at Wellsville at STLS.org. Mm-hmm. And we did get an email recently from our friends who oh, stopped yeah. by and met us. Our big fan of Vermont, Naomi. yeah, fans. yes, big fan of Naomi Shihab-Nai. Oh, yeah. Uh, was shocked that I didn't know that E.B. White was a, a man. man. Yes. yes, yes, and sent me a poem written by Naomi Sheehan. Nye about E.B. White. E.B. White. So it was like Snap. worlds collide. So thank you for yeah. your email. Uh, we always love to hear from fans. So send it in. Next week we're talking Jack Reacher, and we'll see you then.